What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to episode six of Bottom Sprocket of the second season. So I think we're now up to 12 episodes total that we've done. So we finally hit the double digits. And this time we're going to talk about a interesting topic, lane splitting and filtering. There was recently a law in Texas that officially made it illegal to filter. It was, it was a gray area but it is now officially illegal. And I have some extremely strong opinions on this. And it's not going to make me stop doing that because it's 120 <laughs> degrees outside. So get out of my way. <laughs> and uh, we've, we, there's so much meat on this bone. And it's a topic I think a lot of motorcyclists can get behind if we can get the nomenclature down right. I think there's a lot of confusion about that. So today, I wanted to just kind of make a video about it, talk about it, because it's just been it's just been itching at the back of my brain. It's just been like he's itchy, okay? He's yeah, itchy. My my brain itches. It's like I got the little tadpole from Baldur's Gate three behind my eye, just been like <laughs> <laughs> from ball ball hangers gate. What you just say? It's a it's a gaming thing. You don't have oh, to. You're okay, not a nerd, okay. so or well, you're not a you're not a I'm computer a nerd. Josh, have you, have you been playing Baldur's Gate? Is that on your you list been, of things? Have you been playing you... Ballhanger's Gate? No, but I know how the reaction to it's been. I know how, how awesome it's supposed to be. Um, but no, I haven't played it at all. Because I, I know you're... But on you're... topic... Oh, go ahead. But I was going to say, like, uh, you were just saying about Texas, but Colorado actually just voted on lane filtering as well this past year. And we did not get it. <laughs> but, it, yeah, it was proposed and voted on. So... There's so there's so much to get into here, and uh, it's gonna make people mad. But once you get mad, if you actually start listening to some of the arguments, I think we can I think we can actually make some forward progress here, and maybe actually come up with a way to move this whole conversation forward. Because I've been giving this a lot of thought. So let's dive on in and roll that intro. So, uh, lane splitting and filtering. I do it all the time. I don't, well, I don't uh, split, I filter. And I think this is the biggest thing that we, that a lot of people get wrong is the... We split all up and down uh, California. We split all around in California when because when we were coming back it terrifying, from... terrifying. Low-key terrifying. It was, wasn't it? <laughs> oh, my God. So we the, the story there is we were coming back from uh, Get On EDV Fest. We were riding our big-ass Harleys through the... Uh, downpour. Through the just downpour, downpour. rain. That sucked. And we had to get you to the airport because you had a you had a flight that you were getting ready to get on, and we were running out of time. I've never hated California so much in my goddamn <laughs> life. Oh my god! I swear to God, I'll never go back. And I remember we were tr we were trying to get across town. I was on the road glide, and I think you were on a. And your horn worked, and mine didn't. So when you beeped. Got out of the way, yeah, and then they didn't see me, and then they would come crashing, and then yeah, because you were on the low rider ST, um, and we ended up having to filter. I we did it each on our own bikes, and then we did it two up. I was filtering with you on the back of the bike, 
to get you back to well, the airport. Well, but also, weren't we splitting? Because splitting is when traffic is moving. Yes. So we were, we were, we were doing, doing the whole the we whole were doing kit all and caboodle. Of it. So uh, let's let's define the terms here yes. because this is this people use these terms interchangeably. Yes. They are absolutely one hundred percent not interchangeable, and using them interchangeably hurts the conversation. Filtering, filtering is uh, legally defined as moving between lanes of stopped or slow moving traffic. Slow moving in most states is under 15 miles an hour. So you're coming up to a, a red stoplight. Yeah, and you go right up to the front of the line, which you should be able to do because motorcycles accelerate way faster than cars. Splitting then becomes moving between two lanes of traffic. And by the way, moving between two lanes where both lanes are going in the same direction. So filtering does not work in uh, single lane scenarios. And uh, splitting doesn't work in single lane scenarios either. You're stuck. You either pass when you see the double yellows or, or, you know, the hashed yellow marks or whatever, or you're stuck behind the car. Uh, splitting is over 15 miles an hour when you're moving between the cars. And that is admittedly horrifying. It's terrifying. Um, I have done it only in California because I don't trust anybody in Texas enough no, to no, do no. that they here. They get mad. They get, they real get mad. really mad. And then they pull out their gun and then they kill you. Yeah. Um, did you see, by the way, that somebody... Uh, shot a college girl in downtown because of a road rage incident, and he got away. He, he, they, he, most of the time, they get away. Yeah, some 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 big man, big tough guy in uh, downtown Austin. Kids have died. Shot, yeah, shot a shot a, a college student um, in her car. Just shot her. Glenn left because yeah, big man, big gun. That's the kind of stuff that terrifies me about doing any of that here in the state of Texas. But Josh lives in a slightly more normal state in Colorado. I mean, you have mountain people, so like you're dealing with guys and gals who are breathing thin air all the time, so they have a slightly different cognitive pathway. Uh, But what is your experience with filtering and or splitting? No, you're you're absolutely correct that people in Colorado are wrong they're messing up i think it has more to do with the short days in winter you know Mm -hmm. like they get super short i think that really throws people off but um yeah we actually just voted on whether or not to legalize um lane filtering Mm -hmm. not lane splitting um and it was not approved it was voted down (laughs) so who voted for that was that like a was that like a ballot initiative where it's like Prop A, vote yes on Prop A, and they give it to the to the yeah. state? Or is it like some shadow government of pasty white people in a boardroom somewhere like it is in Texas? You know what? It's a good question. I don't know enough about it to say definitively. I think it was a proposition that, that the public voted on um, because there was a decent amount of like information campaigns mm-hmm. against it and for it. But um, I don't actually know. Right. Um, so it got voted down in Colorado, but how much, like, I'm, I mean, I know because I've done it with you, we have definitely filtered together, 
But yeah. uh, do you normally do it? Is it something that you do on your own, or do you have rules that you set up, or what? What's the deal? Yeah, um, it's interesting in Denver because like during the really nice months and on really nice weather days, we have so many bikes on the road. It blew my mind the first few times I saw it, like so many people riding. There's a, there's a lot of people on motorcycles up here and it's actually made like a pretty negative public opinion towards them. Cause a lot of them are acting up and you get a lot of like dirt bike groups and quad groups. It's like kind of terrorizing streets that really upset people. So like filtering and lane splitting will, you'll really upset people here. I know it happens in Texas too, um, but it's just a super common occurrence. So for me, it's always kind of a risk assessment decision. Um, if I need to hurry to where I'm getting to, if I'm in a hurry, I'm definitely probably going to do it a lot more. Um, if, if I don't have any, if it doesn't matter what time I get where I'm going, then a lot of times I'm going to relax and, and not split. Uh, I, I definitely don't ever do the like long continuous lane splitting. I think that's really dangerous. It's very easy to like lose your focus um, and not pay as much attention as you need to, to be able to do that. If you're doing it for 20 minutes, much less like a, a really long time. Um, but I'll totally like, if I get in a situation where I'm about in a, around a run, bunch of cars and I don't want to be around a bunch of cars and they're not, you know, moving, they're not respecting like left lanes for passing kind of stuff. I'll definitely blast through people. Um, I've done it. I, I, yeah, I do it all the time. <laughs> uh, filtering. I, I, do quite a bit it kind of depends on how much space there is i'm always looking to see if there's if there's enough space i don't want to filter if i'm not going to be able to make it all the way to the front so if the red light has been stale for a long time and i think that it's going to turn green i'll usually not go um so it, it's always a case-by-case -case situation but it's definitely something i do pretty much on on almost every ride probably how about you and when 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 do you filter and do you set yourself up with like some rules to uh make it a little bit more palatable for people around you or safer or what there's the... traffic i'm filtering if there's traffic you're filtering <laughs> there's traffic i'm sitting there remember there was that uh intersection to get on 183 north frontage road from the old yammy noob hq yes. and it was just one line and you'd sit there forever yes i know exactly I pissed off so many about. people just like riding on the shoulder to get in front of them. But I'm like, no one's going yeah. ever here. So bye. Yeah. Um, if there's no traffic, I'm not, I'm not going to filter. Yeah. Usually or from, yeah. What's the point? Splitting. Yeah. That those were old Whitney days in Texas. Yeah. Being naughty. I haven't done that in a while. I never split. I never split. Not even like late night riding. No. I never split. 35? I don't, I, the, the only, I will, what I will normally do, like say you're going down a highway, uh, happens on 35 every single day because 35 sucks, but uh, you're going down 35 and there's two lanes and it's kind of like each car's sort of creeping a little bit. I'll weave between, and I'll just seize the gaps, you know, um, and it's, mm -hmm. As soon as we get above 15 miles an hour, I'm back in one of the lanes of traffic. But as it goes slower... So you've never been naughty. I've, well, I mean, technically I am naughty by doing this. Because it's technically against the law now in Texas. Because well, you're talking about, Whitney, is like people flying past you 30, 40 miles an hour, hitting gaps like in four lanes of traffic, like really 
really yes. getting after yeah. it. And this is going to get me to the part that's really going to piss some people off. Uh, let me give me one second to pull up this because I've actually got a uh, a script that talks about all of this because I've uh, wrote. He's it a out. man of many scripts. I, 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 like I said, He's... I've been talking about this uh, or been thinking about this a lot, and I need to get this representative dipshit's name right. Um, his name is Phil McCracken. Phil McCracken. He's very. He's a. He looks like he's <laughs> eaten a motorcycle. Um, yeah. Uh, Ryan Gillen. Guyen. G U I L L E N. Ryan Gillen. Uh, yeah, I have him. Ryan, honey, I ate the kids. Gillen, because this man has uh, so many he's chins, they've become you. a neck. Um, he is, he is a portly MF. He's never ridden a motorcycle, but he's licked one. He's, I think he's eaten one. I I think he's gone so far as to actually eat and digest a motorcycle, but that's besides the point. And that's ad hominem. This guy in Texas to become the number one passer of bills and creator (sighs) of laws in Texas. People are nuts. Design, basically made a law that eliminated lane splitting because before here in texas it was a a lane splitting and filtering to be clear uh he made it a law that it's illegal you can't do it but he made it legal for two motorcycles to be side by side (laughs) in a lane of traffic going in the same direction no cool that's legal thanks for that the irony is that's way more dangerous than filtering it uh, and he is now the number one bill passer in Texas. Um, proudly conservative, family values, and freedom-oriented Ryan Gillane, uh, or You can't be freedom-oriented or- and the number one bill passer. While taking away yeah. people's rights to make their own decisions. So, uh, yeah, this guy uh, took away people's freedom. Uh, and it made me very, very mad as a motorcyclist because... Because I have stats on this, and we're gonna we're gonna go to the stats, and we're gonna put his address on. The no, screen. no, that's that's naughty. We're not gonna do that. That's something. <laughs> so, so the cagers' deal is that they think, especially in Texas, they're like, "Wait your turn. You're not yes. gonna cut me in line." That's their whole thing. That like, oh, why are you so special that you should get to cut to the front? Which is completely missing the entire point of it helps us avoid accidents, which stop traffic, and it helps all of the extra space being used by motorcycles be completely condensed and removed from traffic and shorten lines. So let's talk about that right there. Let's talk about that specific point because I've got the stats. There are 8.6 million motorcycles registered for road use in the United States. That does not count bikes that are run dirty. This is just the bikes that are on the road and registered. Uh, and these stats are Googleable. These are out of date now, but they've only gone up at this point for cars. There are 290.8 million cars on the road. That's almost one car per human being in America. There's what, 330 million people? <laughs> In, this, mm-hmm. in, in America, and there are 290.8 million cars. That's because a lot of people have 
multiple cars for a family. Uh, right. Not all 290.8 million cars are on the road at the same time, but when you're in traffic, doesn't it feel like every single one of those cars is right in front of you? Now think about this in Texas. Most of the cars that are on the road are single person vehicles. You have a car that can seat five that's carrying one person and they're sitting in a lane of traffic. If that person is on a motorcycle because it's cheaper to run, it's uh, better for highways because they're not nearly as damaging and they can just filter through traffic, there's one less car on the road. One less car on the road means less traffic. Here's some other stats for you. Let's say you got a two hour commute. Two hour commute, you're doing it five days a week. You are spending 19 days a year in traffic. 19 out of 365 days are spent in fucking traffic. Imagine if traffic went away. What's the best way to do that? That's by getting a ton of people on scooters, getting a ton of people on motorcycles and getting them the fuck out of your way. By legalizing filtering, you are reducing traffic because it incentivizes people like you and I who would get in the car because it's hot out. We would just get on the bike because we can filter through traffic and we can get downtown faster. You know, this is just, this is simple logic here. But let's just say that this is a hypothetical and people don't like hypotheticals. Let's say we want to talk about the safety aspect because you're safer on a motorcycle if you are not pancaked between two cars and somebody runs up behind you. That is a, one of the leading causes of death on motorcycles is rear endings. And I actually know a guy uh, who got rear ended on his Rocket 3 and is still dealing with back problems to this day. So let's talk about some uh, actual numbers to deal with the safety of lane splitting and filtering motorcycles. 2015, UC Berkeley. I know we're dealing with California. Just take it easy. UC Berkeley. Lane splitting motorcyclists were also injured much less frequently during their collisions. Lane splitting riders were less likely to suffer head injury, 9% versus 17%. They were less likely to suffer torso injury, 19 versus 29%. Extremity injury, 60 versus 66%. And fatal injury, massive, massive reduction from one point, or from 3% without filtering to 1.2%. They cut the rate of death by over 50%. That is huge. When it comes yep. to the safety of motorcyclists, they also found that motorcyclists who are lane splitting or filtering riders tend to be more responsible, traveling at lower speeds, wearing better safety gear, and less likely to be riding while drunk. They are more responsible riders. By giving people filtering, they're taking responsibility for their own health and safety. This is, this is, we have the facts. We have the data. Yeah. And it's it's just it's just better if you if we legalize it. People don't often talk about the correlation because Lucas has been in the ER for over a decade. 
how many people come in with a spaghetti foot who were on a motorcycle mm-hmm. aren't wearing? He's like, oh, they never, they're, they're wearing shorts. There's no helmet. Yeah. They have flip-flops. The more responsible rider who was in a more significant crash is completely padded up, full of mm-hmm. safety gear, and they have a, a broken leg. Yeah. You know, something, it's like you're correlating how that person is taking care of their body on a motorcycle with how they ride. Yeah. And you're just, you're giving people an opportunity to respect their own safety better. And let's do you one better. How hot was it this summer in Texas? Oh God. The hottest, it was the hottest summer on earth for everybody. Yeah. So it, during the hottest summer on earth, do you want to wear all your motorcycle gear? Hell no. Um, Maybe I came out with a vlog wearing a skirt. Who knows? <laughs> but it was so hot out, but I wasn't, I was not uh, lane splitting or filtering. But if you could lane split and filter and you're constantly keeping air moving over you and yes. you're, you are an air-cooled you human being. Yes. Yep. Most people are water-cooled. Whitney is air-cooled. I am air-cooled. You need to have air flowing. The only way you're going to do that is by filtering. I've had moments where I have, I have to. Yeah. Otherwise, you're just going to pass out. Mm-hmm. And that's not good for anybody. Nope. So, and, and this is this is the argument that people need to be equipped with. Because the one you see the most for it is like Harley guys being like, oh, well, don't you know my bike will overheat if I sit here for too long. So I got to keep moving. And like, yes, I get it. If you're, if you're riding a machine that can't cool itself, you can definitely overheat it in traffic. Um, but like, that's not an argument you're going to win people over with who don't care about motorcycles to begin with. They're like, well, that just sounds like it's a really bad motorcycle. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but, but we have to be talking about safety and like efficiency of traffic. Um, not the whole like, Oh yeah, it's not good for my bike to sit still in traffic. So I'm going to go ahead and get in front. Yeah. I, I, I can't come up with a better argument than this study from UC Berkeley. Uh, they were studying States and uh, accident rates pre and post the legalization of filtering and splitting in California. So they had data. California is really good about collecting this information. Um, you can say whatever you want about the government and the regulations in California, but they do have very good data. And this is a data-driven thing that they've done. And they found that there is a direct correlation between motorcycle rider safety filtering laws it's just when you give people the responsibility for their own safety they're going to take it and they're going to be better for it um or not you don't have to filter or split if you don't want to just because it's legal if it makes you uncomfortable or whatever just because it becomes legal doesn't mean you have to do it um so you're not you're you're not taking you're not forcing people to do anything unsafe um yeah, it's still a choice. Exactly. And that's the thing that like if you are if you're comfortable making if you're comfortable filtering and you're capable of making that decision, you're you're one of those people who is going to be traveling at lower speeds, you're going to be wearing gear, you're going to be making intelligent decisions about your own riding safety. That's a huge huge thing that I think a lot of people overlook is the people who are doing this tend to be just generally more responsible on the bike. This is bringing up a whole nother issue though, but it's like, 
I didn't know they were voting on that. So it voter responsibility to this vote was not it had nothing to do with us. It really wasn't we, an election. No, it was not an election. It was not a ballot initiative. It was just some guy who was who uh, so he he's a representative for one of the progressive and Geico and well, he's a he's a representative for um, basically a border county. He's right on the border. Uh, down by like Brownsville. So he has one of the least populated counties in Texas. Uh, and he made a law that affects the most populated places in Texas. And it was passed by a bunch of boneheads who don't know the numbers. Yeah. And it's not just a Democrat or Republican. Where I'm sitting here blaming a Republican guy. Because it was a Republican guy. But Illinois, deep blue state, no filtering laws. Utah, deep red state, they have filtering laws. Yeah, it's, Colorado, as blue as we get. Yeah. And they just voted against it. It's not, it's not a Republican or a Democrat issue. It's a knowledge issue. And people just don't understand that. And that's what I'd really like to get past here is filtering... It, it, it is literally just a human issue. And if we as motorcyclists can put pressure on the American Motorcycle Association to stop fucking rolling back helmet laws. Is that what they're doing? That's mostly what they do is they lobby against helmet laws. Why? Because freedom. Because like, they, oh, more they don't people want, would ride they, if you don't have to wear a helmet. It's it's run by a bunch of older riders, and the older well, riders out, are the people man. who give who later. give uh, money to the AMA. And if we could get the AMA to stop fucking around with filtering or uh, with helmet laws and actually get behind filtering, I would I would shout that initiative from the top of Mount. Everest. I I would anywhere I could publicize that this is an effort, I would do it because we're we will literally save people's lives by doing this. And it's so infuriating to me when somebody who doesn't know what the fuck they're talking about makes a law because they want to be the number one bill passer in Texas or they just they they can make a bunch of people mad at motorcyclists in a ad campaign as i'm sure you saw in in colorado a bunch of bunch of you know ads that were like fuck motorcyclists they're bad they're they're bad and they're going to be dangerous and you don't want them next to you you know and that that's an important part of the discussion that it's not these laws are not giving motorcyclists the ability to go 120 miles an hour on the interstate and weave through traffic, which is the experience that I think most people that don't ride. That is the most prominent experience that they draw on from when they think about giving like lane filtering or lane splitting. They yes. hear lane splitting and they think of a time when they were on the interstate and they saw some dude on a super sport blast him past them about 50 miles an hour faster than them. And it was and it is unsafe. And it but this creates a pathway and information and training and, and a whole ecosystem to support riders of how to do this safely it never it still doesn't make speeding you know it doesn't make speeding legal it doesn't make driving completely unsafely legal but mm -hmm. that's what most people think of they're like why would we want to 
make lane filtering or lane splitting legal in our state you see how the motorcyclists are it's like but but yeah that that's another important thing to, to talk about and remind people that like this creates a pathway for it to be done safely for 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 all riders but like the people who are going to ride like that are already going to ride like that they know they're breaking the law it's not going to change anything about that or make more people ride that way but i think it's also worth pointing out that that kind of character exists in car people too you see the guys mm-hmm. in like slammed Camaros with no with, with straight pipes that are just going to blast down the highway weaving in and out. Totally. You're going to see that with car people and bike people. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that bikes just people for whatever reason have that negative uh reaction to it. You know, there's this there's this intense whenever they see somebody go past them on a bike there's just there's not enough riders on the road there's not enough people to widen their perspective um it's the assholes tend to be the loudest of riders so and i i think if if we wanted to as a community make rehab that image slightly we just got to remember that when we're wearing a helmet Nobody sees us. Right. They don't see yep. me. They don't see you. They don't see Josh. They see a motorcyclist. They see the motorcycle. And we're, whether we want to be or not, we're technically an ambassador for the, what, 8.9 million motorcycles that are on the road. Mm-hmm. Because there just aren't that many. So anytime we do something wrong, people get mad at all motorcyclists, you know? They just get mad at, at the community as a whole. And I think if we want to rehabilitate that image a little bit, it's kind of on us to realize, you know what? We, we're responsible for how people look at bikers. And a big way to help solve that, it's going to piss people off, don't have straight pipes. Just don't put straight pipes on your bike. It's okay <laughs> to have a louder exhaust. But... Don't be revving it down South Congress here in Austin where everybody's trying to have a nice, you know, $50 uh, lobster po'boy at fucking Perla's. Uh, don't, don't, those are the people who are paying for the politicians who do this stuff. Yeah, or don't or, piss or, them uh, off. Riding your S1000 down 2222 with your. Yeah. Yeah. Because those, those are the people who own the guy. Or, well, one of the guys who voted for this law. You know, don't don't piss them off. Don't write an FTR down Barton Creek. Oh, my God. Yeah, that, that was a whole story <laughs> we could get into. Or we can just eat them, but, you know, or or, or not piss them off. But. Yeah, well, that, we could get into an entire political <laughs> diatribe about how Josh is, like, a violent lefty. <laughs> but we don't, we don't need tuned. to dive into that. Yeah, that's, that's next episode. That's next. Yeah, next next. No, week. next episode is YouTube. Ne- the episode after that is Josh. Okay. Josh's violent leftism. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. So, I think if the let's let's talk about some solutions here. We've talked a lot about problems. We've talked a lot about the issue. What do you guys think we could do to actually get? something going here because i i honestly think this needs to not just be 
state by state or county by county. I think it's got to be a national thing. We got to go back in time and make sure every Hell's Angel had a mama and a papa that loved them as little babies. <laughs> and gave them enough skin-to-skin contact and then Hell's Angels never would have existed and then we would have less of a bad rap there. Solved it. You're welcome. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> yeah. I, that's got to be part of it. Like the bad boy... I'm sure that, that that image is definitely something. That... Because what's it like in Spain? They become millionaire MotoGP riders. It's mm-hmm. like not the same. And then they, they try to go for, you know, uh, tapas somewhere. And they're, they're absolutely mobbed by everybody. Yeah, and everybody them. over there rides because the streets are narrow and it's mm-hmm. easier to park. But goddamn over here, we're just like. Yeah, they were a bunch of drug dealers and rapists for like a while, and then <laughs> now we're all nerds. So I think that's one of the biggest things people don't realize is motorcyclists are all a nerds. bunch of fucking nerds. We're nerds, mm-hmm. you know, fucking whether whether it's all a bunch of gamers or a bunch of you know weird artists or whatever. Yeah, if you're not on a jigsaw, you're a nerd. Although yeah. Josh is kind of a nerd. Oh, he's definitely a nerd. He's a camera. Oh, yeah, nerd. I'm a nerd. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a nerd for a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> it, motorcyclists are just a bunch of like, we're all a bunch of just soft boys who are just having fun. We're yeah, out just the having pendulum fun. swung, all right? Mm-hmm. They were on the other end. Or so, you got to have a good credit score. <laughs> the right bike. <laughs> Want to go ADB riding? You got you to gotta have good foresight plan. Right. Mm-hmm. Organized. Have just a bunch have a of nice dentists. 401k. Yeah. So, what do you think, Josh? Do you? How would you try to get the word out about filtering and splitting? So I'm not going to do it. But if somebody wanted to do it, <laughs> the way that you organize would be finding a big organization who has that interest in creating that legislation. Get a lot of signatures, get a lot of buy-in, do a public awareness campaign, and then write the legislation and hand it, hand it to someone in your state and have them propose it. Meanwhile, but, the AMA uh, is sending me free like return address stickers from the fucking 1991. <laughs> they could be doing something. Yeah. I honestly, I put a lot of this on the AMA. I think that the American Motorcyclists Association has so much power to do good stuff, to not just fucking lobby for helmet laws. And I think if we were able to convince them to get off their asses and do something about this, we could actually see a national push. Because I Fight is coming for the AMA is what we're trying yeah, to say. And and don't get me wrong, I'm I like the AMA. I they do cool stuff. They've got great race events. Uh, Moto America and AMA work together on uh, all of those big ass races, you know, the AMA is involved in that, but I can't just sit here and listen to some CEO talk to other CEOs about the motorcycle industry here in the United States. I need them to get off their asses and actually make a difference for us. They're supposed to be our interest group. And I think the best thing we can do is start petitioning them to put pressure on politicians because they're, they're our NRA. That, that's, that's just how it is. They are our NRA and we need, to, we need to take it over a little bit. And I think if we can own that, then we can start making 
the world better for motorcyclists. And I'm not saying that we need to start enforcing helmet laws. I think personally that's a great idea because it's going to keep people alive. Uh, I remember that one helmet that Icon made that had the like that had all of the crash stats on it. It was a full face helmet that had the crash stats for where on the head you were experiencing injuries, and the jaw was the number one place that people experienced uh, crash injuries on their face. And if you wear a full face helmet, your chin bar hits it and not your chin. And uh, you get to keep all of this part, you know, attached to this this part. And that's kind of important because this is the part that does the talking, not not this part. And the eating and the breathing. And the... Yeah. yeah. It's, sort, it's sort of important to keep intact. Yeah. But I'm not going to say that Yes, we're, we'll make helmet laws. I just think we should fucking legalize filtering everywhere. And I don't think we should legalize splitting, personally. I think we should start with filtering. Just start with filtering. And we should make a, a concerted effort in the community to not use that term interchangeably. Filtering is below 15 miles an hour. Splitting is above 15 miles an hour. If we can... If we can change the way people see those words that'll help a lot too so I well feel said like, i feel like i did a lot of driving in this one well you feel <laughs> the most strongly about it i will say that i don't think about it often i do things regardless of it being legal because i know that uh austin cop could care less about what i'm doing mm-hmm state troopers different state i 100% get pulled over for that Mm-hmm. I'm always doing naughty stuff, and I always look, and so far, it's never been an issue. So yeah. um, I don't feel super strongly about it because I'm like, well, whatever. It's not. I'm going to still do that. Yeah. But um, but that's that makes you one of the more responsible riders, I think. You know, and if we can if we can encourage more people to take that responsibility, I think it's just going to help. And it's when a when a bike rolls past a car window. That car person sees it. They're like, oh, shit, motorcycle. Get out of the way. And you start training people to look for motorcycles. Get well, the people, people that you want to add to who's filtering and who's splitting are the people who don't do it because it's illegal. Mm-hmm. Like, I already do it. I don't, I'm not waiting for a law <laughs> to do it. But you, would, you as the driver, as a bunch of people in cars, would benefit from uh, that experience being of more respectful and responsible riders. Um, yeah, so if we added those people to the pool I and mean, gave them more rights, and it's just like what you've been talking about earlier, there's going to be more gear, there's going to be, and then gets, you get more exposure for it. Um, you, know, you see videos of people doing it in California, and the drivers actually like make room. I'm sure you guys have had people like try and close the gap on you before oh, when you're yeah. coming between lanes. Oh my gosh, like that's insane. <laughs> like mm-hmm. it's crazy. Just, just sit there and let me buy. Uh, how how many times have you sat behind a motorcyclist at a light being like, yeah, once it turns green, like tapping your foot because the guy's going too slow? Right. Like, that's never the case. We're gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I also, uh, the only issue I see with potentially having a motorcycle be at the top of the, uh, the line, being right at the line when the light turns green is we accelerate a lot faster. We get into the middle of the intersection a lot faster here in Texas, people run reds a oh, lot. Yes. Mm-hmm. People run reds a lot here. So yeah. I think 
we need look. to be a little bit more strict about enforcement on running red lights uh, so that we can protect those motorcycles who are getting into the uh, getting into the um, intersection quicker or just let the motorcyclists do a little head look to make sure it's clear before they roll. You know. Yes, I think people stare at that red gr- the light because they, they've just pissed off people behind them. So they're staring at the red light, waiting to see green so that they can go and punch it and not have you know anything happen behind them, basically. Uh, don't forget to do a check. Always check with your head. You can see somebody coming if they're going to run the red light. You'll see them immediately. Yep. Well, <laughs> I've, I've, I've about exhausted my piss and vinegar Let's for the day. follow... Spite takes on the AMA and see how far you get. Honestly. I'm interested. If you were to vlog about that, I would watch and see what kind of... Ch- you feel really strongly about this. I think this that's is all it takes. This is one where I think uh, we as moto vloggers can have a real impact on the community and do something really good for a lot of people. Um, I really... I, I think in the year 24... I don't. I can't really do it now because I've got too much other shit going on. But I really want to see if I can put foot to ass and get this retarded, sorry, this this, uh, <laughs> this bad law repealed. It's a stupid law. It will increase traffic fatalities. It will make things worse. Um, and regardless of whether or not you care about the safety statistics or you care about the hypothetical of more bikes on the road and less cars on the road, or if you don't give a shit about the environmental impact of having more bikes and less cars on the road, uh, that's fine. But you 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 are you are making it less safe for motorcyclists to exist on the road by doing that. You just are making you you you're you're saying to me that you do not care about my personal safety. Because you're in a car with a cage, and I chose to be on a motorcycle. You could you could make the argument that my I chose to be less safe, but you should allow me every opportunity to be as safe as I can be. And by being out of your way in your four thousand pound death machine, barreling down on me at a red light when I got a Camry right in front of me, and I'm gonna get fucking pancaked between your you know F one fifty. And this Camry, that, that'll be the enemy. Poof. Gone. If I'm not there, you just hit somebody with a crumple zone and airbags. So, I, I do feel very passionately about this. And I, I would... I think I'm going to try to make the effort uh, to get something done. I'm going to irritate the AMA. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be the thorn. I'm going to be the fucking squeaky wheel. And I'm either going to get greased or I'm going to get the grease. You know what I mean? So... Yeah. On that note. <laughs> On that note. Any, any the MIC is another, an, Yeah, I was going to say the MIC is another good organization who handles in legislation and um, advocacy for motorcyclists. They're funded by all the manufacturers that sell motorcycles in America, and they put on AIM. AIM is their, their deal. Um, but they do, they do a lot with legislation as well. Probably, uh, you'd probably have more success working with them than AMA, who's pretty much only worried about bringing back the heyday of American motorcycle racing. <laughs> Fair enough. Parting Good thoughts? No parting thoughts. I've, I I want to watch you 
Take it on. You want me to? You want to watch I'll, me I'll do help legal you feel battle? That I do. Oh, mm -hmm. I'll go with you. That'll be fun. Let's do it. Well, guys, let us know your thoughts on filtering. I, I have a feeling that because the people who are watching this are, uh, they're hard, pretty hardcore on our content. I have a feeling you're going to lean positively towards lane splitting. If you don't, though, let us know and let us know why. Do you split? Do you filter even though it's legal, illegal in your state? Do you, would you do it if it was legal? Um, does it scare you? Let us know all your thoughts on all that down below. And if you've made it this far, I guarantee you, you are going to continue to enjoy the content we're putting out because it's going to be us gabbing about bikes for a while. Click that subscribe button. It really helps us out as we're trying to grow this. And then, Josh, where can people go and listen to this if they are weird and don't want to watch us talk about this and they just want to hear us? You're the weird one, that's for sure. Uh, any podcast platform, we're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, um, Google Podcasts, which is now becoming YouTube Music. Um, uh, yeah, anywhere you find your podcasts, look for Bottom Sprocket. Sweet. Well, guys, we'll catch you guys in the next one. I, I probably will pick a topic I'm less fired up about because uh, I can definitely feel my blood pressure has gotten <laughs> on this one. Um, but, yeah, catch you guys in the next one. See you later.